What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host and red hot real estate agent from Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. I think it's fascinating because I we were talking in our uh, in the mom show about don't predict things in the market. Don't do those things. And so so much of what you have to do with the housing market here is getting people prepared to really just Jump all in because I know there's always somebody, some crazy uncle, some auntie out there that's sitting there saying, well, wait, this is what's going to happen and you don't want to buy now. But that's not the case. Things are just super busy and I've been going and getting busier and busier and busier for buyers out there. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's just all exhale. For yeah. A minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to keep it as real as I can. Right. Okay. If you're looking at property right now and your expectation is to find a 10 plus. Okay. That means it's perfect, perfect in every way. Shining example of the perfect house yes. for you. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody wants. Right. Right? Yes. So maybe you want to date the not so perfect, <laughs> ugly house. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just a thought. Um, and and if, you're, if you can't live with a certain number of rooms on a certain level, it's going to take a while. It's right. just going to take a while to find what you're looking for. And probably there's going to be about mm, thousand other people looking for the same that is thing. So interesting. That is a really good analogy that you would put it that way, because if we are out there and we're in the dating scene and I know that you are successfully relationship. So like for those of us out there on the market, you're willing to look for a fixer upper and a partner and oh, somebody just, that's a project. Okay, So I'm but, just going to tell you, but I, if you don't, but you don't want a house that's a project. That's funny that people do. I'm like, Oh, I'll fix a person, but I don't want to put more paint on the wall. So, <laughs> so short sighted. I remember sitting at a place with one of my very best friends in the world who's now passed away. And she was telling me what she wanted in a man. Yes. And this was like in her thirties. Right. But she wanted somebody tall and she didn't want anybody that was like hair uh, challenge challenge. Okay. <laughs> right. And she wanted him to make a certain income and yes. drive a certain type of car. And she wanted him to live in a certain type of house. Oh, she had it. Figured she out. had it yes. all mapped out. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she went long time. <laughs> Let's just say almost forever looking for that person. And I'm like, you know, there's perfectly beautiful people in all packages and you might want to consider, you know, coming, you know, coming down from some of that stuff, you know, but so don't be whining to me that you can't find anybody because you're looking for, I don't know what, you know, so I see the same thing happening Without in this. the house market. You know, it's like they everybody wants to kiss the prince. Right. You know, yeah, and then nobody wants the frog. I, I'm okay. suggesting there's many beautiful frogs out there to be had. So <laughs> so I think that and, and everybody and every frog would like to find the perfect owner. Listen, and so uh, there are lots of people out there. So I think that it's great that you can help and encourage people to use their imagination to help figure out what the potential of something is. Yes. And so I just want to put like it out there right now there's a couple of factoids that i think would be helpful okay um so right now interest rates have have come down right and 
we're in the the low fours. We haven't seen a dip in interest rates in I can't even remember how many years. Right. And so if you have a four point four five interest rate right. on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, that's the normal median price range here in the cities. Okay. Your payment's gonna be about twelve sixty a month. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. That seems reasonable because that sounds lower than what average rents are, right? Correct. Okay, but if you interest rates go up to just say a half a point next year to five point one percent, that means you're going to see a, a and plus with housing prices keep going up, that same two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house is probably going to cost two sixty two, right? And your payment's going to be fourteen hundred, and so you've just lost one hundred and forty seven dollars. Yes. In potential house. And let's do the waiting, re- waiting for something that you don't, you know, there's no reason to wait. Is so what, what I hear now. some folks um, talk about and it's like because the pressure is intense. Right. And I hear a lot of folks say, well, I'm just going to wait because, I mean, it sounds when you're frustrated and it's hard, the easiest thing to do is say, I'm stopping. I'm yeah. quitting right now because. I'm not going to admit it out loud that this is just hard. Yes. And I'm emotionally stressed out about it. But the best thing for you to do, if that is you and you're out there looking or you're thinking about looking, is to bear down and push through and lean on your professional team. Lean on your real estate agent. We want you to lean on us if you don't have one. And we want you to lean hard on your loan officer because there's a lot of things that you can do to push through and make that happen. So let's look at some of these possibilities. Let's take a look at some of the homes that maybe have had higher days on market because there's a reason for that. There should be no homes with high days on market unless there's something going on. All right. So I have a particular buyer right now that we looked at a house that had been on the market for 40 some days. Okay. And And that's not happening right now. In a very nice location. Like what's going on with that house? Well, when we run the numbers and we did the market analysis, we found that that house is just overpriced. Okay. And people are sitting back. So I had a conversation with the other agent and they're like, well, the the sellers just want somebody to make them an offer. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's do it. We'll just Mm -hmm. make you an offer. Um, It's not insulting, but it's what we think the house is worth. Okay. And so there you have it. Those are some things that you want to think about and you're looking at when you're frustrated. Those houses that are zero days on market that are coming out of the chute, everybody's looking at those. Is it that people are also becoming discouraged now from the buying side of things? You know, they make one offer, two offers, and they didn't get what they wanted, so they just give up. It's painful. Okay. It is painful to make a couple offers. But, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have your buyer consultation with folks, buyers, hear our heart. There is nothing in it for us real estate agents. We don't get paid until you you buy a house. So we don't have any incentive to not show you what you want. Right. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, public portals don't show whether or not the house, whether the seller will take a certain type of financing. So okay. if you, Miss Shannon, need to use FHA or if, if you're a VA buyer, yes, sometimes that seller won't accept those type of financing programs because they feel that their house maybe it needs work. Right. And so... You know, the biggest thing, of course, being peeling, chipping paint in the winter, you can't fix that. Correct. And so, you know, let's look at different strategies. Let's look at house houses in different ways. But um, some of the things that you can do, I, I mean, in seriousness, if you're if 
what will it cost you to wait to buy your dream home? If you wait, um, first of all, that monthly difference of $147 and what we talked about, how can you come up with that? Well, coffee. I'm going to put it there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So those, those, and I'm loving on Starbucks and right. also Caribou, you know, nothing but respect. Right. But your coffee, you know, I make it at home for 10 cents. Exactly. So mm-hmm. um, same thing too with packing your lunch. You know, do you need to go out to some of the nicer restaurants, wine and dine? Even if the cost of the food is comparable, are you tipping? Right. Is that something that you could save on? Um, Going out on the weekends, you know, it adds up fast. Yes. Really fast. And obviously, if you're looking for a house, probably buying a new car is probably not the right strategy to make. Those are the things you should wait on. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you can also look at over the cost of a year, that's 1700, almost $1,800. Right. Well, that's the cost of a vacation. Maybe, maybe you could take that $1,800 that you're saving on your house payment or your rent. And maybe then you can pay off some of your debt, like your credit cards over 30 years at the age of 61, you would have spent an additional $53,000 on your home. And at fifty and at sixty one years old, you want to be saving money, not spending oh, definitely. money. Definitely. So definitely. We're talking about overall <laughs> strategies so that you can not only feel more comfortable right now, but so you can build wealth for when you do want to retirement and spend time with your family down you the road. Absolutely do. And people that are saying, you know, I can't do it, I can't stand it, it's making me crazy, it's so hard. Push, 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 push through. Stay patient, stay grounded. Because your rent is going up next year. Right. Your rent is going up. And so you have no control over what Mr. or Ms. Landlord charge for rent. And you're like, but my landlord loves me and he's kept my payment the same for the last 43 years. Right. And he's not going to raise it on me. What if Mr. or Ms. Landlord decide, hey, I'm cashing out. I'm going to Cuba. Yeah. And that next landlord maybe don't know you. Right. Maybe doesn't care that, you know, so-and-so kept it flat. Maybe they're going to bump it up to what real market rates are, and you have no control over that except to the extent of your lease. Right. But when that lease is up, where are you going to go? Let's just say that you have $1,100 in rent from a favor. You're, you're the pet of yeah. the landlord. Mm-hmm. But you know your three-bedroom, two-bath really ought to go for fifteen, sixteen hundred, because that's what you're hearing your friends say. Right. And next landlord, you're all of a sudden four hundred dollars more a month. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Time to buy. Right. Well we are gonna cover some more strategies on what you should do to make sure that you get into the home of your dreams here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. If you have any questions, we encourage you to call us. The number is six five one six four one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Just use the keyword Red Hot. Mimi Shoneman telling us how hot the market is right now. And even though you may have tried and felt a little discouraged, you find the right professional and they can make sure that you get into a home, which is a good time for you to do right now. All of those things that you were doing before where you were afraid to jump, afraid to get back out there into the market. We have all the reasons why you should push those fears aside exactly. and go out there and start looking around yes and before we i'm going to just wrap up what we were talking about at the last uh segment so if you're currently looking for two hundred fifty thousand dollar house right and let's just say that that is the top of your budget so every time the interest rate goes up one percent you lose eleven percent okay purchase power and let me give you an example 
if that happens on a $250,000 house, then you're looking at a $222,000 house. So if you're not finding what you like at 250, do you really think that waiting you'll find what you want at 222? Right. Okay, you see what I'm saying? It is kind of like the perfect storm. So waiting may or may not make sense, but in my professional opinion, if you want to buy a house and that's in your in your goals and your dreams, then push through the pain. Right. And we do have some guides and some strategies that can help you go ahead and do that. So you start by, if you give us a call at 651-641-1071, or if you go to our website, you can get those things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. Those brand new guys that we have for this new season. For spring 2019, yes. they change mm-hmm. every single quarter. So if you've gotten them in the past, you might want to get them again. And they're absolutely free and they're a great place to start. Right. So, so all of you people that are out there going, I don't know how to begin we are helping you out absolutely and we do post a lot of really great information on our show page in fact today we put a really great video thanks to our producer sonny on the cost of buying versus renting right so you might want to check that video out um, and check all of the great links that we've posted um so you know we've had some interest with some of our listeners and many of our listeners actually that are looking for one level living. Yes. Okay. That's where you can define that several different ways. Sometimes it's just having a bedroom and a bathroom on the main floor with things up and down, or sometimes it really does need to just be all on the same level. Right. Um, as the population ages, we're going to see that the demand for this type of property increases dramatically. And we've already seen it. It's because of the aging ba- baby boomer population. We moving into an era where mobility may become a little bit of, of an issue and also wanting to just keep that independence and live like you've always wanted to live, but yet in just a different way. And Mimi, I think it's so interesting that one level living is such a big deal here in the Midwest, because when I was growing up over in the Southwest, a lot of the houses were that way. So when I would see things on TV and they were multi-level, I'm like, that's the rich people house. You know, right. kind of thing. I thought that was why there were two levels. It didn't occur to me that it might be a regionally specific thing well, you know, until yeah, I moved here. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. And, you know, sometimes parts of the country people don't even have basements correct that's um, what i grew up with there was no basement everything was on one floor yeah and just spread out well Mm -hmm. let me just give you a for instance of what's going on in the one level living here in the twin cities i ran a search this morning and from zero to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the whole entire mls metro area only 182 homes available Wow, that are one level living. Okay. Um, from 151,000 to 250,000, there's only 400, 401 to be specific. And in the bracket of 251 to 500,000, then it explodes. There's a lot more inventory. There's almost, uh, almost 1,200 homes okay. available. So even if you think about the population of this city, St. Paul and Minneapolis and the surrounding areas, that is not a ton of inventory. Right. People are clamoring for this type of property. So you have to start early and then stick with it. Start early, start monitoring it. So what we want you to do, if you know somebody who is looking for one level living or starting to think about it, or maybe down the the road is that's going to be something that they're going to be looking at, we want you to text 651 226 
1-800-242-2560. Text One Level Living. Yes. And what we're going to do is we'll reach out to you and we'll start sending you One Level Living property so that you can start staying informed about this particular hot product. And again, the number is 651-226-2560. Yep. Text One Level Living and we'll get you on the list. So that's exciting. Now... Okay, so everybody knows, or maybe you do, maybe you don't. If it's the first time you're listening, I'm crazy for animals. <laughs> yes, um, you are. And what we have going on right now is Animal Ark, which is a wonderful nonprofit organization. It's a no-kill rescue. Right. It's actually hosting its third 3K walk, and we want to invite all of our listeners to join them. And it's for a really, really great co- great cause. Um, they're going to be having live music. They're going to have food trucks. Uh, they're going to have activities for the kitties. They're going to have a silent auction, lots of vendors. And they're going to be having a spiral brewery and barefoot wine free samplings. And they're having 25% off of adoptions that's excluding kittens and puppies. So. Which is a great time to go and do it. If you're looking to expand your furry family, you can go out, go and support this great shelter, look for the right pet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're giving away a walk t-shirt, free breakfast, and an animal arc bag that's included with registration. An early bird registration ends April 6th, so okay. next week. So if you want to join the walk, and we encourage you to do so, go to animalarkwalk.org. And we've also got that posted on our show page. And I'm going to be there. Then the walk itself is going to be on Saturday, May 18th. You can come down, meet all of the nice fur friends that could be part of your family and hang out with Mimi. So there's lots of reasons to go and hang yeah. out there. And maybe we can get Miss Shannon to come. We'll, we'll see. I will do my best. We'll, we'll try to twist around. I will do my best. Because <laughs> we know she loves I like animals. supporting those things. Because so you just got a new kitty. I did. So I do have my current house panther. So we don't have necessarily room for another one. But we do support other people, you know, going out there and, and adding to their family appropriately. Yes. So we do have a call. So we always encourage people to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So you can call in as well. Julie, thank you for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What's your question for Mimi? Well, Mimi, I've I've talked to you before. And um, I think I'm so under your, your league. Um, I have a cabin that I've been living in and uh, I have paperwork from 105 years ago and I don't know how to even start selling something that nobody is going to want to move into. They're going to bulldoze it. I live in a pretty uh, prestigious area out here in um, uh, You don't have to say, Julie. What? No, you don't need to say where you are. Um, tell me a little bit about your cabin. Well, um, it I, I put about 20000 into it when I moved in 25 years ago. And I just have quit caring about four years ago. It's not going to be lived in. Okay. so you And are- I, I just don't want to do, go to, we buy ugly houses. I've heard such terrible things about them well you know what julie i think that would be a good idea is if we talk off the air and get a little bit more information so maybe we have some as-is buyers that are listeners here on my talk and also in our database that are just looking for a good property and maybe they have more grandiose plans maybe they do have you know where they have a budget to fix something up or maybe they'll be uh, 
could they pick that cabin up and move it to another place and donate it? Or could they just demolish it and build what they're looking for? And and the land always has value. And Julie, I appreciate you calling because as we started the conversation, right, Mimi, you were telling people, don't be discouraged. Don't be. That that's the point of having a qualified um, real estate agent like Mimi that can help put all of these puzzle pieces together. Because Mimi, as you said, you might already have somebody that's in the database going, if something opens up like this, This will be a good fit for me. Exactly. And we don't want you to be discouraged, Julie. Um, Absolutely. I I am so discouraged. Oh, sweetie. Um, I I know two years ago I needed to get out of here because I can't maintain the property um, anymore. I can't do the outside work. You know, I'm a single woman, have been for 15 years. Right. And I just can't do it anymore. And it took me a long time to come to that conclusion. Right. Well, we're going to call you, and we're going to sit down and visit. Does that sound good, Julie? That sounds wonderful. Yeah, don't be discouraged. I applaud you as as another single woman, a single woman to a single woman. Hey, you're doing your thing, Julie. That's right. We'll we'll talk about options. Okay, Mimi, I work on a school bus, so I work about two hours in the morning, like from 7 to 9, and then from like um, 1.30 to 3.30. Don't worry, we're going to find you, Julie. That sounds good, Julie. Yeah, thank you. As long as you've left all the information with our producer, and we know you did, we'll get back in touch with you. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Julie. I know I am way below the scale of your other clients. No, listen, sweetie. We work with beginner people. No, you are not below. That is for sure. We'll, We'll call you. We're glad you called, Julie. Thank you so much. I think that that's a good point. I listen point. to you guys every Sunday. Aw, thanks, thanks Julie. We're glad you called. So Sonny's got all your information. We'll follow up with you. And, and Mimi, I think it's great that Julie called in because one of the jokes that I, you know, because you're my friend and I do teach you that a lot of people forget you're a real person and you do all this. They think you're just like like a TV star and a, a radio star. And it's like, no, you're out there. I am a real estate agent. on the pavement. Yeah. Like out no, there I helping would... clients each and every day. No, I, I'm aspiring to be Miss Shannon. <laughs> You want to go and tell gonna, jokes? And I'm going to tell jokes and, and do things. No, no, but in all but seriousness, but you do work so hard. I mean, there's so many times where I go, "Hey, do you want to go to brunch? Are we going to do this?" And you're like writing offers up until one o'clock in the morning. Well, so you are out there really trying to make all these deals work for your yeah, clients. We we are working a lot because the market is is different than I think I've ever seen. Right in 12 years. So um, thank you, Julie, for yeah. trusting us with the call. Right. And I think it's great, though, to see that sometimes it is a matter of whatever position that someone like Julie is in, there might be somebody else that's trying to move into that position. Exactly. So trying to put all those pieces together. And I think we talk about that, too, when we're discussing it with our mortgage professionals that join us, you know, every week, where... That's the point of having a team of people that can help you do these things and not doing them on your own is that somebody might know of a program or there's somebody that's been looking for just the right thing and they're just waiting. And so you guys can help connect those dots. Well, the, the, the benefit of talking with somebody who's been doing it a while versus uh, nothing against new people. Everybody's right. got some got to start somewhere. But if you can imagine all of the scenarios and the different examples of things that we see throughout the years as we're learning and growing as real estate professionals. And maybe we have resources with right. re, with my company. We have 38 offices in the Twin Cities and also in western Wisconsin. So we have a staff of professionals. We have legal counsel, 
all of those things we have. And that better supports us so that we can better support our clients. All right. Well, I think we need to go to break. I was talking to Julie and I got all caught up. So when we get back, we are going to give you some more strategies on what you should do to make sure that you get that house sold and to stop renting and stop putting things off. Right. Yes. And we're going to talk about tips to prepare your house for sale. All right. We'll also take your questions at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here from Remax Results. Our Red Hot Real Estate agent Mimi Shoneman is in the building. And Mimi, you have so many things that are going on right now. I'm glad that you are giving people information on how they can do some pre-work if they are trying to repair their house for sale. Absolutely. And we thank all of our callers and all of our listeners. You're all valuable to us. And there's no question that's too stupid or too embarrassing to talk about. It's kind of like, you know, it is what it is. And we want to understand what the issues are and and see how we might be of service to that. But I also do want to remind everybody, if you know somebody or you yourself are looking for one level living that that, you know, needle in the haystack, very few, few homes like that in the area. Be sure and text One Level Living to 651-226-2560. Right. And we, uh, I think it's great that we are helping people prepare because we do have this come up quite often that people are just paralyzed and so fearful or discouraged that they don't even start the process. They go, I never could sell it, so I don't. You know, everybody has this, I'm going to call it the pride factor. Okay. Um, You know, people want to wait to have the discussion until it's pretty or fixed up or done. Or perfect in you know, their opinion. It's like, I'm not having company until you clean the bathroom. Yeah. You know, my mom be like having a nervous breakdown in the bathroom <laughs> wouldn't clean. And I was right. like, nobody's coming in this house until the bathroom's clean. <laughs> right. So um, that is not how you need to have your house to have somebody out. And we do free market analysis for all of our listeners. Absolutely free. No obligation um, where we can run some numbers and let you know what's been selling in your neighborhood. And then if you decide that you want more information, we can certainly do that as well. But there's a lot of things that you need to do if you're thinking about getting your house ready. Right. So now that the snow has started to melt and the temperatures are starting to rise where we've, we have such a long window of time where we can't do anything on the outside. Of course, now would be a good time to start thinking about how does the outside of your house actually look? Right. And so if you're thinking, well, I really don't want to do anything to the outside of my house because, you know, I know the market's hot and blah, blah, blah. Well, one of the things that you really ought to consider is to make sure that there's no peeling, chipping paint. And why is that? The reason that is, is because that's a big sticking point for those buyers out there that have got to use FHA and VA financing. Right. And there is an army of those people that want a house like yours, but that one thing may be holding them back. And so if you want to tap into a huge buyer pool, being able to do little things like that is absolutely going to help you. So you're saying if you're going to prioritize the types of things you can do, if you only have so much spare time and you're going to do it yourself, or you only have so much additional resources before you put your house on the market, one of the things that you should probably prioritize is doing like going through and t- tidying up the paint on the outside of the house. Yes. Okay. Just the chipping, peeling paint. If budget is a, is a factor. Right. Now, if budget is not a factor and it depends on the price point of your house, you may want to think about a full, a full facelift out okay. there. If nothing else, give your front door a pop of color to a contrasting color that's going to 
go with the the exterior siding that's going to also complement your shutters if you have them. Right. I mean, I, I know it, it depends on the color of your house what's going to make that front door pop. But having a nice yellow or something that would complement it if you had a bluish house might be really nice. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, gray houses look great with red doors. You know, I've seen a beautiful white houses with really pretty blue doors. And if you're one of those people that you're a little color challenged and you're like, oh, I never match and my clothes always look a hot mess, invite Mimi out and she will tell you as you're making Send these changes. Me a- Send me a picture of your house and then we can talk about doors because I love doors and it's the first thing that people see. Yes. So when we're talking about doors, when people are walking up to your front door, what really makes a statement uh, in all truth is if it's clean. Yes. So all the cobwebs and things that collect. The cobwebs, the box elder bugs that have been dead for six months, (laughs) all those things. If you got mice down in there, get them out. Right. You know, and you just want it to be clean so that people are like, that's the first thing that they say to themselves is like, ooh, this is dirty. That's kind of gross. And then what? Maybe the seller is just dirty and mm-hmm. maybe they haven't taken care of things and this and that. So if you have an aggressive spider, you know, cobweb there, it does not show well. No. I believe you. Yeah. It, that is easy. Yeah. <laughs> My mom said cleaning is free. Right. Except for soap. So, yeah, you, you can tell what kind of household House I came exactly. from. Yeah. So it sounds like we had very similar ones. Yeah. Yes. My mom was a don't step over that. Pick it up. Yeah. Person, you know, mom, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like you put, put it away. Yes. Right now. Um also make sure that your lighting is working and inside and out. Okay. So go through and look at your lighting fixtures. Also, again, clean those things, clean your bulbs off because if your bulbs are dusty, Ah, okay, you know, it's it, first of all, it doesn't look good, but the light is not as bright. So it's little stuff like that. It's just the small attention to detail and you're going to want to make sure you wash your windows inside and out, especially now that the weather has warmed up because natural light people are very sensitive to it there are some people that have conditions where they get depressed in the winter or have those factors so you want to make sure that it's got as much light as possible and cleaning the windows goes a long way right so people ask me a lot of times about the garage yes because when you're packing up your house it makes sense that you are going to put your your boxes into your garage. Right. Right. That makes sense. Because it'll make it easier to walk through the house and yeah. actually see how great the house is. Yeah. But if somebody's looking for a particular size garage and it's packed and it's unorganized and it's dirty from the winter, maybe it would be good to talk to a friend and say, can I store my stuff in your, your garage for right. a short, short amount of time? Maybe if you're able to afford it, you can put the stuff into a storage bin. Um, so, and depending on how fast you're moving, maybe you want to use one of those box mover type of pod things yes. that they put in there. And you can go ahead and just be putting it in there and not have to move it around all the time. Right. So the garage does make a big difference. And people are looking for how much space they're going to have around their cars, in front of their cars. You know, will my freezer fit in there? Will my collections fit in there? All that kind of good stuff. So I have a friend that had a motorcycle, so he had to go, well, where am I Am I going to be able to fit my motorcycle in there for the six months that I can't drive it because right. it's so cold? And yep. then the same thing, too, with trucks. We, mm-hmm. we hear a lot of folks that say, I've got a big, long truck, and I have to have this much space. And right. if it looks like it won't work, it could be a deal breaker. So you don't want to do anything that's going to be a deal breaker. Right. And so... We're looking for pops of color, and as the temperatures continue to warm up, 
you might want to consider adding some pots of flowers that just kind of gives that extra springy feeling and every little thing that makes people happy that is one more thing that will go in your favor. I did see this in a house that was uh, in my neighborhood. One of my neighbors, because they're not very good with their green thumb, they did get some really nice just like accents, like floral colored accents and pinwheels and things Mm -hmm. that at first sounded cheesy. Like if I had seen them in a store, I'd have been like, why would I buy that? But in the yard, they really did showcase well. Yeah. And I was like, I get that because I've seen them try and, and grow things before and they always die. So <laughs> so there are lots we of creative ways to do it. Yeah. You know? If you're killing things all the time. Oh, they know they've killed their plants. <laughs> they, they're very nice people that don't know how to keep plants alive. But now their garden looks really pretty. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've got any old, speaking of that, if you've also got any old lawn ornaments that have seen a better day, either replace them with something or just get rid, get of, rid them of them all together. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people think that too, you know, if if you have a habit of maybe doing too much of one thing, it can kind of cause a little bit of visual clutter. What do you mean by too much? <laughs> well, if you have like a collection of like, I don't know, all kinds of lawn ornaments, like maybe a hundred of them. Oh, okay. All in one small area. So know? if you have a, a a side of your yard that is all the garden gnomes. So if you have like... I'm not hating on no gnomes. She <laughs> said it, not me. Yeah. So. But you don't want the entire like family of garden gnomes. So maybe... Well, maybe you do. I don't know. Okay. I mean, you know, it just depends on what your style is. But I'm just saying, if you look like Sanford and Son, it's probably oh, not gotcha. a good thing. Okay, fair yeah. enough. You yeah. know, if okay. you're a collector, you know, pare it down. Right. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, if your welcome mat has seen a better day or you don't have one, okay, it's always kind of nice to have a fresh new mat out there. People are stepping in and it just always feels clean and fresh. Right. Um, if you've got paint numbers and you can't see the house, that's always really good because as a real estate agent, when we're driving, trying to find your location, if we can't read your numbers from the street, it's difficult. You yes. know, just make it easy for us to find out where you are. And if you are going to paint, <laughs> I learned this the hard way. Power wash first. Oh, okay. Right. That does right. make sense. Yes. Power mm-hmm. wash the house. Otherwise, you're going to have your paint leaching down. Yes. Painters know this. This is not a good good thing to do. And I'm going to say, if you have a roof that is is kind of look gray, maybe you should hire somebody to wash it. Okay. And maybe if your, mm-hmm. roof, if your roof is still in good condition, but it looks like it's not, just because it's dirty or maybe it's got, you know, some mildew kind of stuff up there. Having somebody out that's a professional roof cleaner can make all the difference in the world in the way that your house shows from the street. All right. So we've done a lot to help you get some advice on how to improve your house's curb appeal. We're going to give you some more tips on what you can do to prepare your house for sale. We come right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Your host... From the Red Hot Real Estate Group, a licensed realtor from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman has been sharing some tips for preparing your house for sale. We're also taking your questions at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Not only can you get your question answered today, you can also get a copy of the great spring editions of things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. Absolutely. And we thank all of our listeners who are downloading those 
So um, let us know if you have questions once you get them. And we also want to remind everybody that our friends over at Animal Ark are starting to promote their 3K walk for May 18th from 9 to 1. And you can register at visitanimalarkwalk.org and register for all that great fun. That is going to be a great time. You can go out there. You get all these perks. Also, you're supporting a fantastic organization. So, Mimi, we were talking about curb appeal. So now do we have some tips on what we should do on the inside of our house if we're getting ready to get it on the market? Yes. Okay. Um, so what I want to ask everybody is, you know, do you think that your furniture is oversized? Mm. Do you feel like you have a lot of things in your room the stuff that maybe you don't really need? And are your TV wires kind of crawling down your wall right. from your big screen? Does that look pretty? Um, there's lots of things that you will have in your house that, you know, do when you're regularly living. And there's things that you need to do when you're getting ready to sell it. So everybody's looking at pictures, right? Right. That's the first impression. And so the goal of the photographer is to make the room look large and spacious and bright and happy. And so it's like if you have too much oversized furniture in your living room or if it's covering up or blocking a beautiful uh, in something that that should be a showcase piece like a a beautiful bay window and you've got something blocking it right or you've got a fireplace and it's obstructed by things or if you've got a weird room that's got too many door openings and you don't really know how to position that furniture that's where a free staging consultation will help you and we offer that at complimentary for our clients Mimi do you find sometimes when you're out helping stage these homes that the layout of the home was built before we all had giant flat screens and all of these things. So the focal points in the house were just different than yeah. what we look at now. They absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely were. I mean, and closets is our key example. Right. Um, you know, people just didn't have that many clothes yes. or shoes. So poor them. <laughs> How did they get by? Right, <laughs> I don't know. Because um, I, I think that's interesting because I am not a giant TV person, but my younger sister is. And so where they had to put their giant TV, there was only one place in the room that they could do this. Yeah. So they had to, that dictated where all the rest of their furniture went. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The TV is like definitely king. Right. Um, I'm a proponent of putting the TV in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Mine is in the basement. Yeah. yeah. And so if I wanted it in my living room, there's not a good place. I'm like, it, I where the wall I would need to put it on if I wanted a giant one would mean that I would have to do what you just said is put my couch in front of my window. And I'm like, no, I like my window. Yeah. The window is <laughs> right. important. Right. So, you know, when you're selling, maybe moving some things around to showcase the entry. So the thing that, that also is disconcerting when you walk into somebody's door is to see a back of a piece of furniture. Okay. Uh, because it makes you stop and you're not sure where to go. Right. And so just rearranging furniture can give a room a complete new lift. Right. And paring things down, what you really don't need. Knickknacks, date places. Okay. I mean, I can tell how old you are by what you've got hanging around on your (laughs) end tables or if you even have end tables. Right. You know, and so all of that visual stuff is just more information that's tweaking in people's houses when they've already got a lot to think about when they're when they're in your house. The first thing I want them to do is walk in with ease. Right. And you can almost see body language of when it's like a good fit. Like, oh, yeah. Right. You know, and we get asked all the time, should we hire a stager? Well, that's a that's a, you know, maybe yes, maybe no question, because, you know, 
it really just depends. I mean, is your house going to sell without staging? Do you need that expense? Is there, are, are there a couple of little things that you could do to just wow them just about as much? Now, I'm a big proponent of doing lots of linens in the, the bathrooms okay. and, and doing some pairings, small things in the kitchen to make the kitchen look inviting. Well, sometimes, Mimi, is it also there's a way that you, a house is livable, but it doesn't necessarily show well. So maybe the reason why that you you had your house, I mean, your, your couch right in front of the door is nobody ever uses that door, even though that's the front door, because we always come in through the garage. Exactly. OK. Yeah. So you want to look at it at your house through the eyes of the buyer. OK. And get it ready like that. And if that's not something that you're good at, it's something that we're really good at. Not to be bragging, but, yeah, but um, you're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let us know how we can help you there. Um, that's something that we do. Um you want to make sure that every room has the right purpose. Okay. Okay. So sometimes people turn a third bedroom into an office or right. a dining room. And that can be confusing to some people believe that or not. Okay. Okay. So if you've got, you know, back there, you know, maybe make it look as open as you can so they can envision what size bed goes in there. So if you've got a big office complex in one of your rooms yes. and you've got a credenza and you got a desk and you got another thing in that, um, maybe they'll think that that room is too small for their bed okay. when it's supposed to be a bedroom to begin with. All right. So keep that in mind. Um, you want to definitely make sure that you fix things that are broken. Okay. And that means like if you've got a window pane that's got a crack in it, that could prohibit somebody from getting your house because of their financing program. Um, if you've got a stair rail that's loose or if you've got a deck rail that's just wobbly, you want to make sure that you fix those things. Um, the other thing that I think that people really get worked up about is the laundry room. Okay. And how nasty that they sometimes can be. Oh, so you mean if you've never cleaned it, you just go down there, throw everything in a basket and come back out. Yes. Okay. Yes. If it's like a need a hazmat suit in there. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. So they are going to inspect your house. Everybody, mm-hmm. most people get inspections. So you might want to have your HVAC company come out and give your furnace a tune-up right. and certify that it's in good working order. You can share that with folks right there on the kitchen table and say that we've done this for you. Sometimes it makes sense to have a pre-inspection where an inspection company comes out and they tell you what needs to be done based on what they see in the field. And then you can go ahead and preemptively get things ready based on their inspection report. And we have lists of inspectors that we've worked with that we believe are good inspectors. If folks are looking for that type of information, all you have to do is call and ask us. And are these the kind of things that if you're trying to get your house sold quickly, so this and pricing is really what will get it. The minute we put it up, somebody will make an offer and we'll be able to move on to the next project. The best thing you want to do is to get it ready, but you also have to be realistic about price. Okay. Right now, I don't think there's anything more frustrating for sellers is to know how hot the market is and yet their house just sit there. Right. And not get an offer. Why is that? Why is nobody offering on my house? Well, it's either the location, mm-hmm. it's the school district, it's the condition you've got, or you've priced it too high. Right. Because if you price it, right you will get a buyer and so if your house is set on the market and you're like so confused and you're just like i don't we're off the market now i don't know what to do call us get an opinion um we can help you put together a strategy on what might work for you and so that's very very important to fix things and clean things so the top of your water heater the rafters in your laundry room you're thinking that's silly nobody cares they do they do (laughs) care yes they do um 
I think another thing that gets folks hung up is the whole concept of decluttering. Right. It almost is like, oh, I don't even know where to start. What does that mean? What do I really have to do? I have to put all my stuff away. Yeah. Right. What mm-hmm. don't I need? Because, you know, I don't know, that Miracle Whip tub that, you know, <laughs> I had it for Christmas. I need that. So, you know, That's where I keep my push pins now. Right. So, right. So, mm-hmm. I can't part with that. Exactly. You got National Geographic or, you know, magazines hanging around, you know. Those oh, in my house is that, that real simple magazine. So many of those. I'm like, I'm not going to do all these projects. I okay. need to recycle these. Yes. yes. Oprah mm-hmm. for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody Love. has their thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those little things are weight. Okay. They make you heavy. It makes your house heavy. It's almost like being overweight. And they right. take off 20 pounds. When you declutter, you'll be like, why didn't I do this sooner? Oh my gosh. How many glasses does one person really need? Yes. I've got like three cabinets full of glasses from and, and coffee mugs. Right. I have a problem <laughs> with coffee mugs. I do. And t-shirts, by the way. So, you know, I'd love and be some t-shirts. When I go, I'm like, I can't leave this place without a t-shirt. Yes. I probably have over a hundred t-shirts. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right, I was. I thought you were playing. Yeah, no, that is a lot. No, I'm not. We're gonna. So. I'll come over and help you, Con Marie, your house. No, so have you done. I'm not selling. So no, <laughs> you won't. Like, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the kitchen, you want to open it up, take the stuff out you don't use on a regular basis. Right. Your closets. Okay. You, you know, need to go through those. When you just, if you're the kind that throw it in there and push the door and hope it shuts, <laughs> so that stuff has got to go. Right. You don't want a mini avalanche every time somebody no. opens a door. No, because when people open the closet, they really want to see space. Right. They want to see, is this closet big enough? And it's, if it's not big enough for you, it's probably not big enough for them. Right. So if you would like this, this checklist of the tips to prepare your house for sale, we invite you to just check us out. We'll send it to you free of charge, no obligation. Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And don't forget to text if you want One Level Living to 651-226-2560. We also encourage you to get information about this episode and previous episodes of the Red Hot Real Estate Show by going to our website. It's mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey.